Hey, I'm Jess. Hi, I'm Heidi. We have 30 years combined experience in the beauty industry that we want to share with you. We want to help you build a strong foundation for a better beauty business. Well, hello. Hello. So, this apparently is a very messy day. Oh this is take two yeah. because uh, we started recording and I forgot to hit the record button. No, we didn't start recording. Oh, I forgot. We, we started, started talking. talking and I forgot to hit the record button. <laughs> and then we also forgot we were trying to film some stuff so we can use it, you know, on our Instagram and Heidi is learning TikTok <laughs> and we forgot to hit record on that too. So yeah. it was... You know, one of those days. It's been interesting. It's been, it's been a long <laughs> afternoon and it's getting windier out because mm -hmm. it's Wyoming. So That's what we do. So exciting. So today uh, we're going to talk about client forms. Oh, always good. And records. Yeah. Having and uh, keeping records and the release forms that you probably need to have. Um, and the new release form of covid yeah the covid release but then like you know just general release forms that you probably should have your clients and the no-show policy mm -hmm. i always have people sign that yep because then policies. they can't say you don't have a you have a no-show policy yeah. i never knew i never knew i'm like oh look here's your signature yeah. on it yeah so and and these are actually there are things that you should print out and have them actually signed yes. um some people do them digital and my reasoning for not doing them digital is if you switch your software, some software is able to take it on and some isn't. So I like having it all printed in paper. I prefer it too. Yeah. Um, plus, they can't ever be like, well, that wasn't me. Yeah. Because they filled it out in front of you. Yeah. And they you've, you can prove it's their signature. Like an electronic form, like doing the electronic signatures is kind of... Right. They're not always great. That's strange. But I've actually printed out the no-show cancellation policy for people and yep. said, you know, it says on here after three, you're fired, and I've mm -hmm. let you have four, and I just can't do any more. Mm -hmm. Okay. And they can't fight you on it. Yeah, not so, really. No. Mm -hmm. So I, both of us do prefer paper, though I know a lot of you are, you know, want to do the forms online. Yeah. If you're going to do forms online, also do paper. I think you should. And yeah. it's just good to have a record of that stuff. Um, because if they ever come back and they're like, well, I want to see this, then you just go through your file box and you're yep. like, here you go. Exactly. And if you switch software, yeah. which I have done. And because you don't want to lose anything. Like, no. You know, and that's just it. Like, it's great and everything, but there's there's some risk to that. And you can lose paper. I'm not saying you can't lose paper. No, but there's but... a little downside to technology, too. And, yes, you could lose the paper in a fire or something. Right. Absolutely. Um, But... I like to have the paper. Yeah. And a lot of your elderly clients are not going to usually be on there on a computer, but they will do a paper form. Exactly. So. And if they're filling it out in front of you, it doesn't need to be electronic. No. Because then you actually are the witness to it also, mm -hmm. which is nice. Mm -hmm. Plus, they can ask you if they have questions instead of sitting at home and filling it out and going, well, I don't know what hyperpigmentation is, so I'm just going to put no, but maybe they do have it. Right, and they just Instead don't know of asking, is. exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So first form, client form. Yep. Um, most client forms are just like name, address, phone number, email, allergies, uh, any medical issues that, that they feel are necessary for you to know, right. like being diabetic or 
taking Accutane or, you know. And mine is a little more extensive than Heidi's because being just your nails, and not just your nails, but there's not as much you need to know about the rest of their body. Right. There's some really big things you need to know, like diabetic and stuff, Mm -hmm. where with skin, I need to know if they're indoor tanning. I need to know if they're taking Accutane. I need to know if they're using retinols. All these things that they don't think because they use a certain lotion on one part of their body and mm-hmm. you know something somewhere else and certain like blood thinners, waxing people on blood thinners. If you oh, and I have, we have to do, and that's an always yeah. a good idea too with you if you're doing it for a nail client. Um, you should know if they're on a blood thinner because yes. if you accidentally nick them, oh my gosh, with a file or your e file or your nippers or whatever, they will bleed. They will bleed and bleed and bleed and bleed. And some if more. they are on a blood thinner and are diabetic. You should not be using metal tools on their feet. No. Just so you know. But they need to sign, they need they need to have they need to be on paper that they have those problems. Right. And they need to be aware that these things will ha- could, happen could happen if they choose to go ahead with the procedure. Exactly. So, you know, they're basic, but you also need to know just a lot of people keep track of if they don't if they use a book. On that client form, they'll pull it out for each client and also have when their last appointment was. You can put their favorite colors. Like um, people who do hair, they uh, have, they write down the formulas that they used or the the cuts that they used or if they used a razor or not a razor or, you know, um, if there's a specific shampoo that they, that client prefers to get to have and they have to order it in. Like, so little things like that, their notes about your client's for yourself also go on those forms um but you know like for my on my forms I have their birth date and month I don't ever make them give me the year because I don't actually care how old they are I just want to know when their birthday is and then um on their birthdays you can then send them like a gift card or you can send them like get them a little gift or or even if just say happy birthday yeah if you just text them and say hey happy birthday Whatever, but I've found that my clients really truly appreciate that I take that extra interest in their lives. Yes. So I'm more like their friend, not like a stranger doing their nails. And I'm not as much with the birthdays unless someone goes, Oh, that's my birthday. I'm like, Do you really want to get waxed on your birthday? (laughs) And they're like, Yeah, you know, it's for me. Let's do it. Well, and I, but I think, I think with what you do, it, it, the relationship between your clients, and you are is so much different than the relationships between my clients because I spend more times with my client. Well, and my clients I've had a lot longer. I already know these things. Right. Like we, I know, but your clients, you really do spend quite a bit more time with them. And I see them more often. Correct. I see mine four to six weeks where you're every two. Mm-hmm. So you do see them much more. Yeah. But the ones I've had for 10 years, I know. And and, that, know? and that's just a normal, you're going to, I bet I, you know, I have, I have a couple of clients, well, one specifically that I've had since I opened my doors. Yeah. And I've had clients I've seen through, I started getting them a year before their wedding and mm-hmm. then through their wedding and through four children mm-hmm. and through even a di- divorces. And I've seen them through so many different things. Exactly. So, but anyways, the client forms, you need to have that documentation also for legal reasons. Yeah. Because if, if, it, if you did a, pedicure on a diabetic and and you were not told that they were diabetic um and, and, you had issues. and you didn't ask then 
they can come back to you and be like, hey, you know, I have gangrene on my toe from this cut and now they have to cut off my foot. Right. And I'm suing you. And I'm suing you. So if you have on paper, well, I asked you if you had medical issues and you said no. And you can prove that to your insurance and to the lawsuit. Right. And so then then your insurance can be like, well, we're not paying it or they'll fight it for you because you've done everything right. Right. So that also comes to why you need insurance. And I know we've talked about insurance. Yeah. But just having insurance doesn't help if you don't do the right documentation. Yeah, you need to find out specifically what your insurance company wants you to have to cover everything. And sadly, we live, you know, if you're in the United States, we are in a very litigious country. happy world. Yes, they love to sue, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, And people win over a lot of things. Yes. I mean, what the lady won over the hot coffee. With McDonald's. It was overturned by the Supreme Court, but initially she won. Yeah. And because, that is why it says coffee is very hot on the lid now. Right. But that's, but that's also like, you know, when you think about it, um, you, you're talking to a jury at that time. Right. And it's someone's, it's in their nature, in a human's nature to see another suffering person. Usually. Right. Not always. Right. But usually. And be like, oh, I feel so bad for them that that happened. Right. And then, you know, of course they deserve compensation for their right. stupidity. But the other thing is, like, with that, you can't assume that people know that if they get a neck, they're going to get gangrene. You can't assume. That is a possibility. Right. That people, yeah, that it's a possibility. Or that people know that getting waxed, the skin could lift. Or that, you know, you just can't assume these things. You need to tell them what they don't know and have that you know will affect their skin or their body and what you need to be covered. Well, and it'll affect how you do your procedure, how yes. you do your... You I've know. had to turn multiple people away and say, you know, you're taking this. I can't wax you. And they go, oh, I didn't even know. I'm like, you're on too much of this. Accutane, they're pretty good about telling them. But I have a client who takes a topical for some rosacea that actually causes her skin to be thin and I won't wax her. And she knows that. So she comes in. I do I do tweeze her brows for her because they're not terrible. And we tint them. And she said, you know, no, I would have never even thought about it. So thank you. Yeah. She goes, because I could have come in here. You could have actually really hurt me. Yeah. I can't even. Like, I've seen a few nightmarish photos of people that have gotten their skin ripped off their face. And I am like, you've got to be kidding me. Yeah. And you, it just needs to, to be told to them that these things can happen. Yes. And they just... If they have signed it and read it and asked the questions, then they can't come back and say, I didn't know. You can say, well, maybe you didn't read this and you signed it, but I gave you the information you needed to know. Yeah, you just need to make sure your butt's covered pretty much. And and that's, you know, that's what's important about the, the client forms is just making sure that, you know, even though you think it's something that's pretty common sense, you need to put it on a piece of paper because not everybody has common sense. Well, but and the, not everybody has the same kind of common sense. Well, and the other thing is you can say, well, I'll just tell those people. I see 25 people a day. Mm-hmm. If I see 25 new people a day, do you think I'm actually going to remember, unless I have a checklist in front of me that I'm going to check off, and then why not have them just sign it? Right. If Without that checklist, I am not going to just remember. Do you take retinols? Do you do this? Do you take this? Do you take this? Do you You'll take this medication? Do you, you will forget something and that will be the one thing that they'll be like, well, you didn't ask me that. And it's not hard to come up with a client form. 
No. They're and super, super easy. Honestly, most companies will um, give you, like with the wax company I use, they actually offer forms. They're like, here, use it. The lash company I use, here's our form. Use it. I've never, I've never heard of that in the nail industry, but but I think if you really, if you really looked, researched it, you right, probably could you find could find something. a template mm-hmm. that maybe you could make your own. Yeah. So, so those things are really, you know. Well, you just have to have the, it in the our client world. Forms. And so then, like, so that stuff is more. Um, your client forms need to have those on them, but that's more of a get to know you kind of where you keep notes about your clients. Your release forms are really where you're going to put this could happen and you have to acknowledge that this right. could happen. And then the other one that we both have people sign is the no-show cancellation policy. Yeah. Because I too many times have people, I don't even have a very big cancellation policy. But like I said, I have a client who I really tried to be super lenient with and you know, and she's a great lady, but eight times of no-showing me, I just can't, and I really tried. She had some different things going on. Well, but if it's not important to her to remember, it's not right. important to you either. You know, and the, a couple of them I, I gave her because they were deaths in the family, different things. Those are not, you well, know. Well, and, you know, but, that's a natural thing. Yes, but the other stuff, so I actually had oh, to Oh, I print, forgot, or my alarm didn't right. go off. Like, that's baloney. So I had to print out the no-show policy and say, I'm sorry, I just, I can't continue to do this. Because it's my business. I can't just sit here. I'm, I'm making no money. I have a wait list. Yep. So I make people, even though they know, because online I require a credit card on file to hold your appointment so that if you know, show, and it says there, if you, the card is here, if you know, show me for this, you get one freebie, your second one I'm charging you. Right. They know that when they put their card on file. Mm-hmm. I still require them to read the entire policy because online you can't. Unless they go to my website, they can't see the whole thing. Right. I have them read the whole thing and sign it. Yeah. And um, I've done that too. They, you know, and um, even my payment policy is a little different because I have stopped accepting checks. Right. And that's mostly because I don't want to deal with the bounce check business because it, it... You actually have that more than I do. I do, yeah. And it's so hard because if you live you know, dollar to dollar, then if that check bounces and you write and you've written a check for rent, then that check will bounce because you didn't have enough in right. your account and so on and, and so on. And you get on. fees and everything yeah. for and everything. And you're like charged a whole bunch of money. So I don't accept checks um, except for in very rare occasions. And I do have one client that I accept checks from, but she's like 92 and does not have a debit card. So And she... Her money is always good. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I've never had a problem with her. I mean, and she's 92. So I'm not going to, you know, be like, okay, well. You, you got to figure this out. Go get a debit card or, right. or you know. No, she writes checks for exa- everything. Exactly. So I don't have a problem with that one. Um, but she's also been my client for 12 or 13 years. Right. So, so you've never had an issue. Exactly. Um, but I, now I, it's just, you know, you need to pay cash or card. And that's right. just how it has to be and so that is also something that they sign because I I because if they're like well I don't have anything so but my checkbook I'm going to be like well then you need to go to an ATM right and yeah there's a chance they won't come back Mm -hmm. but luckily we are in a small enough town they will yeah and the other thing you can do then in your policy if you choose to and I do this with after you've no showed me three times you have to pay for your appointment in advance Mm -hmm. and I have a harder time being strict with it 
because I've only had one or two people do this to me because usually one no show and they don't do it again. Two, mm-hmm. it's like they're like, oh my gosh, you charge me. They'll even go online and charge themselves. Right. But after three, if I continue to let you be a client, you have to pay for it in advance. Because mm-hmm. then if you don't show up, I don't care. Right. I'm like, I already made the money. Right. But except for I do care because stop no showing. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess it's money you didn't have to do anything for, but. But I have people waiting to right, get in and now have, I could. Yeah, yeah, like you could have given that service to someone else. Exactly. But the big thing is keep good records. Mm-hmm. Make sure that people understand. I even send people home after their first wax with a little check sheet just for their information on the way home. They don't have to sign that one. But that's just like, hey, no heat or friction for 24 to 48 hours. Use the shower gloves. Yes, waxing hurts. You might be swollen. Just some common things that they might need to know. So don't assume that everybody knows everything that you do because you've been doing this. You're a professional. Well, and long, I mean, like you can say that like I, uh, I did have a client that um, she, uh, I did her nails and she called me one day and said, oh, my nails are melting. What? And I was like. Oh, yes, I remember. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I was like, what do you mean they're melting? And she's like, they're melting. And so she took a picture and I. And I was like, oh, my God. I said, well, what did you put your hands in? Nothing. Yeah. She's like, I didn't do anything. And I was like, okay, well, um, they don't just melt off. So she's like, well, c- can I come in and see you? And I said, yes. Yeah. So we set up a time. She walked in. And as we were talking, I'm looking at it, and I'm like, what would you stick your hands in? Because you yeah. had to stick your hands in something to get them to look like this. And she was like, well, you know, we were staining this table, and then I washed my hands in turpentine. Oh, my gosh. And I was like, <sighs> what? First of all, you're like, turpentine? Yeah. Like, really? It says on the flipping jar not to put your skin in there, but okay. I mean, I can't do anything about that. I mean, you know, you don't have common sense. You don't have it. So I was just like, um, yeah, okay. And she's like, and they just started melting off. And I said, <laughs> I said, well, I'll do a new set for you, but you're going to have to pay for that new set because that was a mistake you made. And she's like, well, you didn't say I couldn't put my hands in turpentine. So common sense, it's not that common. Exactly. And I said, um, well, the bottle says that. So. Kind of like don't use the blow dryer in the bathtub. Yeah. Or, the fact know, that they have to put a tag on that. Don't flat iron your hair in the tub. Right. So remember, they put tags on those things. Because somebody did it. Yes. Yeah, so remember that people just don't assume just don't assume that people know things that and I stood my ground too I was like I'm not doing this I was you know and I just said to her I'm really sorry I will do a new set for you but you will have to pay for it because I mean really lady well and I even tell people you have to have three to four weeks of hair growth to come in and for your first wax Mm -hmm. people will come in at two and be like I just couldn't let it grow anymore I'm like okay here's the deal I will wax you but all this hair is not coming out And I am not going to sit here and tweeze it because it ruins everything. I'm like, I'm going to wax you. You're going to then come in in four weeks and we are going to get you on a good schedule. It's going to take two to three times to be smooth. Mm -hmm. And as long as you're up front and straight with them, you do not need to try to get every hair out of someone who only let their hair grow for two weeks. Just inform them. Once again, you're the professional. Don't assume they know anything. Not anything but don't assume they know everything well i mean and truthfully i didn't change anything like i didn't put anything up on the wall that says don't stick your hands in turpentine when you have fake nails because they'll fall off right i you know like that still is a 
pretty common sense kind right. of thing. And but it actually literally says it on, on the, bottle. the bottle of turpentine. Right. But I did on my website, I went through and said commonly asked questions. Yes, right. you need three weeks. Yes, it takes two to three times to be smooth. Because I have had people and go, well, what do you do for a touch up? Because after a week, my hair started growing. Of course, your hair started growing. You're human. <laughs> yeah. Like, unless you are dead, your hair is still growing. Oh, okay. So I just have all those laid out. But the little sheet I send them home is because people will go, well, I'm going to go ride my bike right after I Eesh. get waxed. I'm like, please don't. No. Oh, that sounds terrible. You know, that's where I'm like, no, no, no. But I send them home with something because they're a little anxious. I've just waxed them. They can't remember everything I say to them, too. And I talk fast. I mean, you guys figured that out. Yeah. So I just send them home and then I tell them, if you have questions on it, text me later when your right. mind is a little straight. If you have any questions on any of this, don't do it. Call me first. Yeah. And I do send my, I send my clients home with some, you know, some instructions. Yeah. Some, well, and they're not written, but I send them home with like a, I give them all a tiny little free bottle of cuticle oil. Right. And I tell them why it's important to use it. Right. And, um, you know, but I can only do so much. So I tell them what I really feel that they need to know. Right. Um, but this is why forms come in exactly. really handy. And if you can't remember the aftercare, mm -hmm. print out an aftercare sheet. Yeah. And There's give nothing it to wrong them. with that. Yeah. Nope. And people actually don't, they really appreciate it. Yes. Instead of you going, okay, use this shampoo and move on. Right. If you're like, okay, your hair is bleached. Even, you know, as a stylist, write down, do this, this, this. Yeah, Please don't, don't blow dry hair. this many yeah. times. Mm -hmm. Just so they get... They appreciate it a lot more if you give them the, the actual information to take care of it. Well, and to show them that you're concerned that they know what is going on. Right. So they don't they don't want to ruin their hair. No. They don't want to ruin their nails. They don't want to hurt them, you know, their body after they've gotten waxed. We just have to be the professional and tell them these things. Exactly, because they know nothing. Right. And especially if they're brand new. Mm -hmm. They really don't know because they haven't learned it. Right. And we went to school for this. We've been doing this for a while. And if you're even brand new, you've spent a year doing this and learning about it or six months or three months or maybe even most of your life because you loved it so much. You've been researching it. You just went to school for your license. Right. You know, make sure that you give the people the right information. Well, and an, an informed client is a happy client. Yes, because they don't need to Wikipedia anything. Oh, my Lord. Right. They don't need to Google it. They need to find out from the person who performed the procedure what the answers are. Yeah, exactly. So so remember, client forms, file them. Keep them forever. Mm -hmm. I actually keep them forever. Yeah. I mean, you know, I will go through mine. Forever. I'll go through mine occasionally, and if I don't have that client anymore, right. I'll throw those out. I. And I actually keep it for a couple years after they move even, more like taxes, mm. kind of a seven-year thing, and then get rid of it just because I feel like after that, they really can't come back and do anything. Right. But don't get rid of it the minute they move. No, no. I just go, like, I think, like, once a year I go through, and well, if I haven't had, if they haven't right. booked an appointment in a while. Right. And give it about a year that they haven't booked an appointment to maybe clear it out, maybe even just move it to another inactive file for a while. Mm -hmm. And go from there. But where we live, a lot of people end up moving back. So I keep it for a couple of years. And then I still have them fill out a new one. Yeah. Because things will change. But at least I have that other signed one. They can't be like, well, last time. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, no, no. Mm -hmm. You filled this out last time too. Yeah. So, so. just keep good documentation. Yeah. You know, 
go find out and and make sure you find out if you're insured find out what your insurance company requires you right. to do because you may to have be to covered. do more yeah. you may have to do more than that you need to find that out because they won't cover you if you're not doing everything that they want you to do correct so that is the biggest thing mm-hmm. so all right guys until next time